it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. Good morning. It is Tuesday, June 13th. It's five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. We're both on Twitter. He's at Rob M. Kendall. I'm at Casey Daniels 317. And currently, we're both on YouTube. All you have to do if you want to watch is type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So Joe Biden was allegedly paid $5 million by by a high-level Burisma executive. This was all part of a bribery scheme. And that's what Senator Chuck Grassley said on the Senate floor yesterday. And he also announced that the Burisma executive who allegedly paid Joe and Hunter money, kept 17 audio recordings of the conversation with them as an insurance policy. Okay, so Grassley is 9 million years old. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to hear the audio and it's a little sleepy-ish because he's 9 million years old and he's reading and he sounds like a man who is 9 million years old. But what he's about to say, what you're about to hear him say is very important because he's not only making, he's not making the claim on television. He's doing it on the United States Senate floor. Now I get that rules and norms and, you know, it used to be every word that was said on that floor was, you know, revered and it was entered in the annals of history and people took it very serious. That is gone out the wayside, but he is still saying it as an official act as a United States senator that this guy exists, that the Bidens took the money, and that the guy has audio recordings confirming as such. Let me assist for the purposes of more transparency on this subject. The 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, The foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burisma employing Hunter Biden. Based on the facts known to the Congress and the public, it's clear that the Justice Department, the FBI, haven't nearly had the same laser focus on the Biden family. Special Counsel Jack Smith has used a recording against former President Trump. Well, what is U.S. Attorney Weiss doing with respect to these alleged Joe and Hunter Biden recordings 
that are apparently relevant to the high-stakes bribery scheme. Okay, so he mentions the two-tiered system of justice we have right there. Uh, Release the tapes. Let us all hear it. Be transparent. A couple things to take away. So this... uh, this this national has these recordings for an insurance policy in case he gets into a tight spot. Right. Well, clearly he feels like he's in a tight spot. Is Joe Biden being held by officials in Ukraine? Uh, the FBI has redacted still stuff on this 1023 form. So it almost, in a way, to me, feels like this all ties into the proxy war with Ukraine as well. And did Donald Trump know? And that's why Putin decided to invade Ukraine after Donald Trump was out of office. Well, let, let me stop you this right. This is all. Well, well, let me. Yeah, you make an interesting point. And so I want to come back to remember why Trump was impeached the first time. It was asking Zelensky mm-hmm. to look into Biden's shady business dealings involving Ukraine. So this is where when we come back to, look, if indeed this tape does exist, I have no idea why Grassley would make it up if it didn't. I mean, Grassley's not a MAGA, you know, he's not a radical right winger. He's a very establishment Republican. He's been there forever. Um, He's been in the Senate longer than I've been alive, Casey. I I don't doubt that at all. He, he, I think he's the one who went in when Reagan, he he and Reagan were elected (laughs) at the same time. That aside, there's no reason he has. He's no vested interest in that. He's not a Trump super fan. If indeed this tape does exist, it will be another example proving Trump was completely right yes. again. Yes. And this is why when people say, well, it's all over for Trump. Look, he had the things in the bathroom and blah, 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 blah. It's never over for Trump. And Trump has been proven correct. Now Trump is a little squirrely sometimes, and we've talked about deep concerns we have on the way he goes about things but he has proven right a lot more than he's proven wrong Mm -hmm. and if he is right on this one wow when are they going to do something because more and more stuff just keeps coming i mean how long has the hunter by the laptop been out there fun yeah three years and 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 now we've got recordings and why is the fbi still redacting stuff on this 1023 form are they covering for biden are they covering for themselves because they've been covering for biden well there's no doubt that you have law enforcement making an active effort to take out one candidate for president while protecting another Mm -hmm. now the question becomes because biden is expendable will the evidence become so great that eventually the democrats just say you are not worth the effort. We want to get rid of Trump, and we recognize it's becoming very hard with this narrative of you must go if he must, you know, he must stay, and they let him go. I don't know, but if they have this audio recording of this guy with Biden on, t- I've no doubt he has it with Hunter. I've mm-hmm. absolutely no doubt that that what Grassley's saying about Hunter Biden could be true. I do think because when Bi- look, while Biden is a moron, he's a great schemer and a scammer. And I do find it hard to believe that Joe Biden would have been stupid enough, even though he is a moron. I mean, again, he's a doofus, but he's a great schemer and scammer. There's a lot of great criminals who are morons 
but are great at being criminals, mm-hmm. that he would be that stupid to incriminate himself on tape. I mean, clearly. He, Hunter, well, maybe he didn't know. I mean, it was. Well, being, if you're on the phone. Clearly, he didn't know it was being recorded. Well, right. But if you're admitting to crimes over the phone, mm-hmm. wouldn't you just assume it's an international phone call? Somebody's probably tapping into it. <laughs> just assume. Okay, so Biden Inc. Why is. Just the questions that I have that all of this is just seems so intertwined with what's going on with Ukraine and Russia. Yes. And I just keep going back to that. Why do you think like there's is, a, is this th- a blackmail? Fund our war because we know what you did. That's a great question, Casey. Isn't it weird that there's unlimited money going to a country that is producing no tangible benefit for the United States and there's no accountability whatsoever on how the money's being spent? Other than Mm -hmm. we do know that a bunch of that money went to the FTX guy Mm -hmm. who then donated a bunch to Democrat causes. Right. You hit on a great point, Casey. A lot of people have been thinking, and I'm not going to use the term money laundering, Mm -hmm. but it was something that resembles money laundering. Blackmail. Well, in reality, it could very well be blackmail. Who knows at this point? If indeed they have this tape, and again, I have no idea why Chuck Grassley would say they have the tape if they don't have the tape. I would be amazed if the Democrats were willing to continue to fall on the sword for Joe Biden. If you got a guy admitting to bribery over the telephone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so nearly half of Americans support this indictment against Donald Trump, which is happening today. Uh, But (laughs) all of them are saying they agree that it's politically motivated. So even if they agree with it happening... They also say, yeah, we, we know it's politically motivated. Which that seems... Doesn't how, this, how do you wrap your head around that? Well, because I think that seems about right. Because the country is all politics now. And you have a group of people who don't care about the rule of law. They don't care about, more importantly, the fair administering of justice, which is something we started our show with today in regards to Jim Lucas. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I don't think, are necessarily concerned the sentence he got didn't represent what a regular person would have got. It seems to be somewhat in line. It's the way it was handled, the way the charges weren't filed until the very end. Then the blood draw never becomes public. Uh, You know, then he's at the courthouse and it's settled within an hour of the charges being filed. That a lot of people look at and go, that's not the way a normal person probably would have been treated. So it's the administering of justice. We have been very clear. I think yesterday we made it abundantly clear. If Trump did something egregious, then he should go to jail. He should be prosecuted, whatever. But you can't not prosecute Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden if you're going to prosecute Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Well, a lot, and a lot of this comes down to the Presidential Records Act because Donald Trump was president. Hillary Clinton was not. Great point, Casey. Joe Biden was not a great when point. they took these documents. So Trump... They they determined that with Bill Clinton years ago. Yeah. That you're the president. You can take whatever you want yeah. of these documents. Um, before we get to break, though, I just want to play this. Uh, South Carolina Rep. Nancy Mace, she's pointing out how things are moving very fast for Trump, but not so fast for Biden. When we got access to the suspicious activity reports, the day we got access to the SARS reports, Alvin Bragg indicted Trump in New York. The day that we got access to this 1023 form showing bribery between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in Ukraine, they indict Donald Trump again. Every time the Oversight Committee has evidence of corruption, bribery, money laundering on the Biden family, they indict Donald Trump. 
two-tiered system of justice and two different paces that it's happening. 16 after 11, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Nineteen minutes after eleven, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC. So Donald Trump is going to be represented by two of his existing attorneys when he is arraigned today on those thirty-seven counts. Uh, a last-minute search for a new lawyer uh, didn't really happen, so he's he's sticking with a couple of people who have been with him for a while. And uh, we've been talking about this. Uh, Jim Jordan was talking about the indictment against Trump, and he went off and and said pretty much the same thing that I was mentioning earlier. What about the Presidential Records Act where it's already been stated that the president has the authority to declassify whatever he wants? Commander in Chief, the President of the United States has the ability to classify and control access to information. That's what the Constitution and the court have said. So you can't obstruct when there's 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 well, you can't obstruct when there's no underlying crime. That is the fundamental flaw. And when he was president, he declassified the material. He's been, he's been very clear about that. Uh, so I know you're not a huge fan, Rob, but you know Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, geez, yep. here we go. He he's going down to Miami, oh. and he's doing. I, I think he might have already done it. Actually, he said he was going to do it at 10:30 this morning. But he made a freedom of inter- information demand to the Biden DOJ. He wants to get to the bottom of what Biden and Garland told Smith to do in regards to the Trump indictment tomorrow morning. I'll be hosting a press conference at 10.30 a.m. outside the courthouse in Miami where Donald Trump is slated to appear after his recent indictment. The reason why is that this is an affront to every American. To me, this isn't even about Donald Trump. This is about the future of equal justice in America. What we have right now are two tiers of justice, one for Biden, one for Trump. One for Julian Assange, who sits in a prison in foreign exile, while Chelsea Manning, the trans person who gave those same documents to Julian Assange, has now had her sentence commuted by President Obama because she's trans. One for Antifa, another for those protesters on January 6th who were peaceful. We can't continue to have these two tiers of justice that vary depending on your political beliefs in this country. So I've noticed something that's starting to happen with Republicans when they're being asked questions by reporters. Yes. They're starting to interrupt and take over the conversation and say what they wanted to say. Good for them. And you noticed it yesterday when we played the clip of Lindsey Graham and he said, I'm going to answer and I'm going to give you the answer from the Republican side, whether you like it on this network or not. Right. And I noticed it with Jim Jordan and I've noticed it with Vivek when he was on CNN. And here's another example of it. And it comes from your fave, Kevin McCarthy. Jeez. Why are you doing this to me? uh, This is my segment. But he pushed back. (laughs) He was pushing. He was getting asked questions by a CNN reporter and he was pushing back and she kept trying to interrupt. And he was like, 
Nope. I'm going to go back and answer the question and I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it. And I think you're going to notice that more and more that they're starting to play their own game now when it comes to the liberal media. Former de- deputy. But this is no, a different well, let me, case. no, no, let me answer the question. This is a different set of circumstances, right? I mean, the former president is accused of misleading law enforcement, of a conspiracy of obstructing justice. That's a different set of facts. Are you prepared to defend him as the former president? And what other actions will the House take in the House Judiciary Committee in terms of funding? Are you prepared to defend your your network, CNN? That I'm handed, you I'm, a, I'm answering your question. You could ask me any question you want, but I'm entitled to answer the question, okay? You can't put words in my mouth. Even though your network can hire Andrew McCabe, who was fired from the FBI for leaking classified documents. Did you remove him from your network? No, you continue to put him on to give judgment against President Trump. You also hire Clapper. Clapper has come out publicly. What steps is the House going to take in terms of is there any effort to defund the FBI, any effort to defund the Department of Justice after what you've seen over the last several days? So your network hires Clapper, who literally <laughs> lied to the American public, one of 51 other individuals that had briefings and used it politically to tell the American public that a laptop was Russia collusion, even though it had all this information about the Biden administration. Are you prepared to get rid of those people from your I love it. She interrupts, asks a question, and he just picks right back up where he was. But you got to ask the question again, Casey, though. If he's such a tough guy, I know. Why did he fully fund with the debt ceiling? I mean, he gave Biden basically almost everything he wanted. Why? If Biden's so bad, if what Biden's doing in the country is so bad. See, this is where these little games that the Republicans play, where people like Lindsey Graham go on these shows and they talk tough and people go, yeah, you get him. Hey, McCarthy, yeah, you show him what's up. The wor- their words don't matter. It's their votes that matter. And these guys, like that's humorous and funny and it's a great soundbite. But when it comes time to do the things that actually the actual make a hard work, yeah, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. So you're, it's just a lot of talk, not a lot of action. All right. So we got kind of distracted today. We had a lot going on. We had the Jim Lucas situation. Mm-hmm. We had Hammer coming in for an extra segment to talk about the interview. So we're not going to do voicemails today, Okay. Uh, but we will try to make up for that uh, tomorrow. So when we come back, Whatever you'd like to do, Casey, the world is your oyster. Awesome. It is 1126. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Casey? Yes. Question. What? And I didn't mean to address you in such an aggressive fashion. I well, apologize for that. I'm, I'm picking up what you're but throwing But this is down. a very important okay, question. And that's why I was so kind of aggressive. Uh, <laughs> filing for Social Security. That's not far off for you. I'm kidding, right? But it will be here before you know it. it, it <laughs> the other thing is it's more complicated than you know. Boy, this read is off to a great start. This is not just about your benefits. Your decision impacts your taxes, IRA, and 401k withdrawals, even your Medicare premiums. And if you tried to figure this all out on your own, it would take money. Months, if not years of research. Hey, it's Kendall and Casey. Rob <laughs> did just call me old. Thank you. Save yourself a ton of time and avoid making a critical financial mistake with a free social security analysis from Bill Demery. This free analysis pinpoints exactly when to file for social security so you get the most net income from your benefits. You're not old, Casey. You're seasoned and I've seen your bikini photo. You're fine. If you've saved <laughs> at least $200,000 and have not filed for social security, schedule your free analysis by calling 317-932-9912. That's 317-932-9912. Just got home from Ill. 
Good morning. It is 11.32. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Coming up in just a bit, Micah Beckwith is going to join us. But first, uh, so Fox News sent a C&D letter, cease and desist letter to Tucker Carlson. Of course, he's ramping up his series on Twitter. Tucker on Twitter. You ever gotten a cease and desist letter? Sure. Did you keep going? Or did you cease and desist? I can't say. <laughs> I'm, I'm not allowed to say. Contractually obligated not to comment any further. Oh, I see. Tucker received a combined 169 million views for his first two episodes. Wow. He's got another one coming out today where he's going to respond to the arraignment of Donald Trump. So I'm sure that'll get plenty of views this evening. Now, you would assume, and I know it's a dangerous thing to do, but you would assume that he, Tucker Carlson, has an attorney who is strong enough that he could read his contract and it's relatively clear whether or not he can actually be on posting videos on Twitter. Well, okay, so there's a thing in media, it's called non-compete. Yeah. I have one, I'm sure you probably have one, where if we were to leave WIBC on our own accord, we can't work in this town. There's a radius, a certain amount of, you know, uh-huh. that you can't do it. Uh-huh. Now, um, now, you mentioned this, Casey. Some of us yeah. are really smart. And got that to remove from your contract. And, and get certain things exempted from our contract uh-huh. of what we can or cannot do based on other areas we feel might be profitable for us in the future. Well, and that's something to consider if that's in Tucker's contract. And Fox is saying that he is... Not allowed to do that because he's competing with them now. Here's all I'm going to guess, Casey, is that Tucker Carlson and his army of attorneys wrote a better contract than Rob Kendall and Rob Kendall working on his own. And if I could come up with some fun stuff, Uh I'm going to bet Tucker Carlson could do it, too. Well, he's saying it's a First Amendment argument that he's allowed to post to Twitter and that Fox has committed material breaches of his contract. Well, like, again, I have no idea what's in the contract. If it goes to court, I'm sure it'll all come out, whatever. I'm just saying that if Rob Kendall can figure out how to get social media posts exempted. Right. Tucker (laughs) Tucker Carlson should have had that covered. Well, I'm sure he does. I mean, I have to imagine it's based on broadcast only. Yeah. And... You wouldn't consider Twitter broadcast. Yeah, general, generally your own social media is... You take that with you. Right, because it's not, unless you brought it into, unless it's like you run the, and I'm just totally making something up here. I have no idea if this is accurate or not, but you know, you run the the name of your, it's the show account, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, If there were a Kendall and Casey Twitter account. Right, there is a Kendall and Casey Facebook page. Right. Run... By one Bye. of us, <laughs> and I always laugh when because sometimes I'll I'll just uh, like if you've ever been to it, it's very clear. Yeah. Who runs well, it's it. some of the commentary. It's like I'll put my letter like if I make commentary, most times I'll put the letter next to my name after the commentary is done, and I always chuckle because it's like who would think Casey would be saying this? <laughs> it's very clear yeah. that you're running the Facebook page. <laughs> Thank you for doing that, by the way. But if you were to say goodbye, you could take that with you. I guess. Potentially. Yeah. Or do they own the rights I don't to know. the name Kendall and Casey? All I know is Rob know. Rob Kendall knows where he can and can't be. <laughs> and by the way, I've made this very clear. Uh, 
they will have to pay me. That at some point they will tell me adios and they will bid me adieu because it happens to everybody in this business. But when that day comes, there ain't no buyout. There ain't no middle ground. You people are going to pay me and I'm going to sit at home like I've never sat at home for forever before. Uh-huh. You know who else is leaving? Pat Sajak yes. said he's retiring from Wheel of Fortune. 40 years he's been doing that. Isn't that amazing? That's an incredible legacy. And to remain universally popular, Mm -hmm. even in the modern era. And Pat Sajak is a Republican, which Mm -hmm. that's also weird that he's been able to just be above the the fray. Right. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but you think about a guy who, if you were to like ask the average, what is the score called? They use this in advertising where deciding who's going to be the pitch person for a product like Peyton Manning's whatever score right. is it's, off is off the it's charts. It's like a likability. Yeah, yeah. The, the, your likability to your your, your favorability. Yeah, to your negatives. Pa- I bet the Pat Sajak, whatever that is called, mm-hmm. is completely off the charts in terms of the positive. Yeah, and why at this point did he decide? Just I'm sure he's going to stay on for I guess three years as a consultant. Yeah. So they're going to continue the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I posted to my Twitter account last night, old school Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. where the camera goes up and down all of the items, and the you have a hundred and ten dollars left. I want the Dalmatian dog. Yeah. Well, and I think you've seen this with the likes of Jeopardy, and mm-hmm. again, I'm not a Jeopardy expert, but Wheel of Fortune, kind of the same. When you do so associate someone with a show, even though the show may have existed before the person or the show will exist after the person, the show is never the same. It's associated with him. Because you are just used to the show being done in a certain manner and a certain way and phraseologies and the cadence of the show Mm -hmm. and the banter, in this case, between Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Look, there's no doubt Wheel of Fortune, because it is an older person show, is going to take a hit because they're going to pick somebody, probably some person who has a lengthy track record of some sort of wokeism or whatever because they won't be able to help themselves. But it's not going to be the same. I'm going to miss Pat Sajak. Mm -hmm. Good dude. Yeah. Okay, Micah Beckwith is going to join us next. You're listening to Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Amen. Amen. It's time to go to church. Here to preach to the choir from the bowling pulpit, Pastor Micah Beckwith. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline. All right, Beckwith, you have been, uh, you have told the world you would like to be the lieutenant governor for an entire week. How has your life changed for the better and for the worse? Well, I'm going to tell you what, we have gotten so much support from around the state. It's been night and day difference from when we launched our congressional campaign in 2020 and to today, I mean, or this past week, it was, it was awesome. Uh, we're, we're, fundraising's going well. 
Um, people are sending really encouraging messages, asking what they can do to help. Uh, so it's it, we're off to the races, and, and the the message is resonating with people. They're saying, yeah, why why don't we give the the people the voice to be able to pick the lieutenant governor? Why why is it always just the uh, anointed and and I think that's that's really work. That's like that's and that that's really a message that I think people on both sides of the aisle, whether you're establishment, non-establishment, it doesn't really matter. It's hard to fight that message um, when you're saying we're just trying to give people the voice to choose who they want to have in in office. And so that's been that's been working really well, and and uh, and people are are loving our platform. So it's. It's it's great. You know, God's opening the door and we're walking through it. We played an interview with Suzanne Crouch with Abdul earlier in the show, and she's complaining about the price of gas and she's complaining about property taxes. And you just look want to look at the lady and go, you did it. You and your boss, you did it. I mean, it's just, it's just like this total disconnect. That from these, was you. Yeah, these people who want to be in charge. It's like you did the things you're upset about. And this is why you have to be there, Micah. Well, and, and I think that's you're, you guys are hitting on a good a good point. It, it's about using your influence now, Lieutenant Governor. In Suzanne's defense, she can't she doesn't have the authority to really do anything like herself. But but boy, she could be out publicly like saying Eric Holcomb did this; he shouldn't have done this, or the legislature needs to move in this direction, or she's working behind closed doors to move the ball down the field. Now, to Suzanne's credit, I do think she does that. I do think she works hard behind closed doors. But the problem is. Behind closed doors does not give you the, the power of the public, right? The public perception, what you can do in the public is really kind of that nuclear option. When you go public and say, hey, they're doing this and they shouldn't be doing this, that gets the needle to move a lot of times. And, and it really – politicians don't like to do that because, you know, they, they like to keep all their friends happy. And, and, uh, and But I'm kind of not that way, Rob. You know that. Like I'm going to say, hey, this is the truth. This is what needs to happen. And if we're not doing it behind closed doors, we got to let the people know because the people are the ones who are our bosses. We have to – we've got to keep them in the loop. And that's what I'll do as lieutenant governor every single day. So. Micah Beckwith is with us, conservative voice of Indiana. Okay, now Rob kind of brought up something that I was going to ask you about in regards to Suzanne Crouch. You said you're, you're out there, you're getting a lot of support, you've been doing some fundraising. Have you heard from any of the candidates for governor? Have any of the three to four to half a dozen that are running reached out to you and said, hey, we kind of like you. We want you to be our dude. Well, I, I've talked to all four of the the candidates right now that have that have announced. And, and I let them know that I was going to do this. I mean, I wanted to give them the courtesy because it, it is a curveball. I understand that it, I'm sort of shaking up the process the way that things have always – the status quo, the way things have always been done. So I called them, and, you know, they were all very – very encouraging. I, I have a good relationship with all of them, and and they. I don't know if they if they really like necessarily what I was doing, but I I think they were they were encouraging. Even Mike Braun was like, "Hey, I, I like I like thinking outside the box. I'm a competition guy. I I think you know giving the people the voice is a is a good idea." And and so even you know he was he was very kind, and and so it wasn't a. I can't believe you're doing this. Don't do this. You know you're gonna pay if you do this. <laughs> You know, there was nothing. There was nothing like that. So it was. It was a good conversation. Uh, okay. So what happened last night? at The Westfield City Council meeting. Yeah. So uh, if you guys remember, uh, about uh, it was a week and a half ago. Uh, Westfield posted a, a pride celebration oh, yes. uh, post, right? So you remember that? 
And then um, they got they got backlash from the community because Westfield's a very you know conservative community, and and we believe that the LGBTQ lifestyle is not the lifestyle that is in God's best interest for people, and we don't want the city promoting that. And so uh, they took it down. Well, then the the Alphabet Mafia got outraged, and and it's about the same thirty people that follow me around to the Hamilton County Library Board meetings that showed up last night. But the, but the beautiful thing was. I, 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 pr- I will open in prayer at the Westfield City Council meetings um, uh, usually maybe once every four or five months, right? Well, it just so happened that a couple months ago, this was the month that I was, I was the one opening in prayer, which was awesome because it just ticked them off even more. Uh, and and the, the Alphabet Mafia, they got up and they – and I call them the Alphabet Mafia, not, not to disparage them, but because that's really what they are. I mean, they are a – you will bow to our LGBTQ uh, ideals, or else we will destroy your life. That's that's how they operate. They'll 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 shame you. They'll vilify you. They'll cancel you. They'll come after your your business. Your I mean, I've I've seen it. They've they've come after my church. They've tried to get me fired. And that's really that's a mafia tactic. And so that's what they are. It's and, and here's here's what they would say last night at the council meeting. They they were saying this isn't Westfield's not a safe community for us to live anymore. Westfield, you know, you guys are bigots. Westfield, you guys, you took it down, and and now you know we 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 don't feel seen. And I want to, I just want everyone to hear me and say, it's everyone in the LGBTQ lifestyle. I love you. We love you. Conservatives love you. We do not hate you, but we are not going to affirm and celebrate a lifestyle that we believe is not in God's best interest for you. And it would be unloving if I told you any other thing. And so that's that's what's going on here. So. I was really proud of the Westfield City Council. I was proud of, uh, you know, uh, Mayor Cook. They, they, they stood their ground and, and, uh, and they said, listen, we're, we're a community that welcomes everyone, but we're not going to affirm every single lifestyle, especially the lifestyles that we feel like are, are not God's best for you. Isn't that wild, Casey? It's not the taxes. It's not the fact that they build an amusement park over there in Grand Park that apparently is a colossal loser for the city to the point they have to sell it. That isn't what, it's not the growth of government. It's not the cost of everything. That's not what outrages them. It's that somebody took their flag down off social media. Yeah, they don't feel seen. <laughs> They've got a whole month, a whole month. Veterans have a day. Mothers have a day. Fathers have a day. And did you know that even throughout the year, there are days to celebrate the LGBTQ lifestyles? While I was talking to a, a buddy of mine who works in corporate America, I said, "How's?" and it's a real woke company. I said, how's it going? He said, well, it's like the rainbow threw up on everything that we're doing, you know. And, and, and I said, well, once you get done with this month, then you can go back to normal. And he said, no. He said, every, every month there is something to do with the LGBTQ lifestyle that we are forced to celebrate within our, within our business. Well, Michael, 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 let me ask you this, because yeah. Casey and I have yeah. had this conversation before. Why? It's such a small portion of the populace. Why have the corporations, the governments, everybody just got on bended knee to these people? They act like it's, you know, not. 95% of Americans are these people. It's such a small group of people, and yet they, they act like they are the dominant force in America. Well, so there's two reasons here. One, you got to look at the spiritual. The spiritual reason is that the devil knows if he can destroy the makeup of God's identity for you as a human being and you as, and, and you as a family, he'll destroy the society, he'll destroy the nation. So he's, he's attacking... He's attacking the very picture, the very identity of God. And, and we are made in his identity. When he makes you male, God has made you in, in a form of his identity. When he makes you female, 
he makes you a form of his identity. When when he brings a man and woman together in marriage, he's built, he's painting a picture of his love for his people. But the devil wants to warp those pictures. He wants a man to be warped into a woman because then you're warping the picture of what God has said about who you are in your identity. And he wants to warp the picture of marriage. He wants two men to get married because that takes the church, the picture of us, out of the spiritual picture. And and he wants two women to get married because that takes the picture of Christ out of out of the 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 spiritual picture. So there's a there's a really strong demonic move to get this into our culture. Now the on the practical side, how's it happening? I, I believe it's happening because of the ESG movement, because of the Black Rocks and these big investment firms that are saying, We're looking at your ESG scores, big big company or big companies. And if you don't meet these ESG scores, we're going to pull investment. We're going to divert investment from you to other companies. So look at Target. They've lost, what, $15 billion? They don't care because ES, because BlackRock and the big investment firms are going to give them more than that. They're just trying to show how woke they are to these investment firms, and that's that's the problem. I think that's why they're doing Because to your point, this is, what, 3%, 4% of the population. I mean, this is – it's not a big part of the population, and yet every business, it seems like, in America is bending the knee. And I think that's that's why. Hey, Micah, did you see the pictures of the flag, the rainbow flag that was hanging at the White House? Unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, disgusting. I, I would say that that's more of a political flag than anything that they put yeah. between the American flag. So two things on that. One, that wasn't even following proper flag uh, conduct in America. I mean, yeah, you your have... wife told us all about the flag etiquette. Right. Bad flag right. etiquette. Yep. And uh, and 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 the other thing, to, you, to your point, Casey, that tells you how political this movement is. The agenda is there. The White House has sold themselves out to the radical left, the Alphabet Mafia, and and really, the I think the pinnacle of what we're going to see. And people don't believe me when I tell them this, but I'm just saying, just wait, just wait. It's coming. It's going to be the pedophilia movement. That's already getting traction. I mean, people who are pedophiles, they identify as pedophiles. They want to say love is love. They want to say, well, just let me be me. If a 14-year-old wants to sleep with me as a 60-year-old man, like, I can do that, right? And that's what, that's, that's what this is coming to. And I'm telling you, people, I, I say this out in the campaign trail. People say, oh, no, that's, over, that's an over-exaggeration. I always say 15 years ago, if I told you that, that schools were going to let little boys change their gender to little girls would, and, and vice versa. Would, would you believe me 15 years ago? And they, they stop and they say, well, yeah, maybe not. I guess I wouldn't have believed you. But, but pedophilia will never be a thing. I'm telling you, the pedophilia movement is coming. That is the, that's always the last rung of the, of the, 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 the rung of destruction uh, before a nation crumbles and implodes upon itself. And we see it all throughout world history. Roman, it happened with the Romans. It happened with the Greeks. It happened with the Mesopotamians. And so, and now it's happening with us. What an uplifting way to end this interview. Boy, <laughs> boy, you sure know how to go out on a high note, Beckwith. Uh, hey, hey Mike, I want to ask about, you really quick before we go. This is my wife's segment, okay? This yeah, no, no. <laughs> She's definitely cheery. Yeah, we, uh, we know the difference. <laughs> we can tell. But, Micah, I see that you're doing a lot of videos. Um, how, how are the videos going for you on social media? Well, good. I mean, it, it's I, – I, when I'm traveling the state, that's the one thing people um, – people say it's like hey we see, we see your car videos or we see right. your facebook live videos it really i mean it's amazing and and to, to that point casey 
just remember, if you're listening to this, anyone who's listening to this, remember that your voice is powerful. If you're speaking God's truth in whatever platform, I, I was, that happened for me three years ago where the Lord just said, just speak truth. Just, just do a video on Facebook Live. Just speak my truth. And I did. And now I travel the state and people are saying, hey, those videos, I, I, I love what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I would have never in a million years thought that that would have amounted to anything. And yet those are probably the, the, one, the, the one thing that people say most when they – when they see me, it's, it's hey, we love your videos. Keep yeah. them up. So okay. they're going really well. All okay, right. Good. If people want to learn more about you and your rousing personality and charisma and <laughs> overarching charm, how can they do that? Yeah, so you can go to MicahBeckwith.com or you can go to uh, – Facebook and search uh, Micah for Indiana, Micah Beckwith for Indiana, and then uh, message me. I'd love to to reach out and and chat with you about all things life and politics. All right. That's going to do it for you. Uh, What a boy. You're just the best. We love you. (laughs) Love you guys, too. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Micah. Thank you, Rob. And thank you, Kevin. It's time for us to split. And thank you for listening today. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.